Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. What's good? It's Chris Dabbs. We back with season two of Trapping Anonymous. Um, 35,000 um, plays later, we are we are here. Um, the demand has been real. Um, I got all your emails, all your messages. Uh, everybody hit me up on Twitter, Instagram. It's all love. I appreciate y'all. Um, I had to bring it back, of course. You know, um, I didn't want to take too much time off, you know, while we was still in this creative bag. Um, season two is going to be it's going to be special, in my opinion, because, like, this time around, I kind of want to get in the field and talk to some people that I don't know. Um, it's going to be, like, real, real encounters with, like, real-life strangers and people that are still in this um, still in this game, you know, just still getting to it and um, try to get their, their side of the story and just get their insight and get their knowledge of the game. Um, for this episode, Backpage Anonymous, this is lit. This is legit the real thing. Like I was I was really in the crib, you know what I mean? Got on got online, looked up back page, got to the escort section, looked up some ads and hit up some women. Like I really I really had to uh I wanted to try myself, test myself, you know what I'm saying, and um try to just do something really different. And um, you know, we called up a real girl, like the interview that you hear is gonna be, you know what I'm saying, completely authentic. So we just trying to keep it that way. Make sure y'all support these Still Trapping t-shirts on trappinganonymous.com. Uh, y'all can pick up these uh, shirts um, if y'all want to see these episodes keep going. None of this stuff is free. I got to pay uh, videographers and I got to pay uh, engineers and all kind of creators. So, um, you know what I mean? Like, y'all want to see this thing keep going. Y'all got to support me. Y'all better buy some motherfucking t-shirts. And, um, you know what I'm saying? Trying to say, like, uh, keep this thing moving. Um, you know, we had a couple like sponsors and ads looking at us right now, but I feel like the main thing we want to do is just keep it authentic, ad free. So we are not hearing a bunch of commercials all throughout, you know what I'm saying? Um, we're going to try to create that bag for ourselves. Still trapping t-shirts, trappinganonymous.com. Support that, support Trapping Anonymous. Keep these episodes going. Keep the love and the motivation and the positivity. And make sure y'all going on iTunes. Make sure y'all on SoundCloud. Make sure y'all still um, subscribing, commenting, liking, sharing, giving the reviews. You know what I'm saying? I see everything. I read everything. And I appreciate the motivation y'all have and been giving me. So, you know, keep pushing me. Keep hitting me on Twitter, Instagram, um, at Chris Dows. You know, everything stays the same. Nothing ever changes. But do remember, um, it's only entertainment. So the stories that you hear do not necessarily reflect real life accounts. And will be used to educate and hopefully keep your loved ones off the streets. This is Trapping Anonymous Season 2, Episode 1, Backpage Anonymous. It's only entertainment. Please don't get me indicted. Let's go. Let's jump right into it. How you feeling today? I'm feeling good. Good. Okay, so, you know, I know you're probably... I know you probably thought it was weird, you know. I just hit you up, and I'm like, I don't want any service. I just want to talk to you. What was your initial response to that? I don't know. At first, I thought it was like maybe just trying to get me in a 
just to get me around, whatever. Yeah. But then when we started talking, I was like, okay, something I could do. Good, good, good. Um, so like, I just want to kind of go to like the origin of it all for you in your timeline. Mm-hmm. So like, if you could tell the listeners, how did how did you get started with this? Well, um. My sister, my little, my younger sister is like two years younger than me. Your younger sister? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> she actually met up with a pimp. Okay. And it wasn't really her thing, but she knew I was into making money. Right. So she was like, you know, I met this pimp and he'll help you make money, whatever. Mm. And at the time, I didn't know what, I just knew what the TV told me about pimps. Right. I didn't know what a pimp was really was. Uh-huh. So I was like, all right, I'm going to go. Met, met up with him his Uncle Pocket mm. and it was like he kind of like uh, bum not bumpy um what's his name Pimpsy okay like, yeah that's what he reminded me of Pimpsy uh-huh. and he had two girls he had a uh, slim and a big booty girl like, mm-hmm. her butt was like nice and round and pretty whatever yeah I don't know <laughs> so, <laughs> that wasn't you right no okay okay go ahead I mean my butt was big but <laughs> hers was just like like, yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um, I got, but it didn't last because yeah. I, I didn't know nothing about the track. He put me on the track. Mm. I didn't make no money, so he fired me. Wow. They do so fire okay, girls. so for my listeners, they put you on a track. Yeah. What 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 does that mean? It's like is that like the street? Yeah, the street, like the stroll. You oh. got the stroll, the track, the okay. blade. That's different names for just like being on the street and just actually. Yeah. Be, like on TV when you see people yes, on the street. Yes, okay, like got you. Point. got you, got you. Yeah, and I never made money because I didn't understand it. it was just weird. Like, so when did you actually start making money? When I got on Craigslist. Craigslist. When I now, found out about Craigslist. I found you through Backpage. You know, I just say, listen, I want to find a girl that could, you know, give her story, give an interview, be able to, you know, really inform people. I found you on Backpage. So Craigslist was like the original. Yeah, so it started that. So why they why they shut down Craigslist? Oh, because there was a Craigslist killer. A what? Craigslist killer in Boston. He was what killing prostitutes. So, at first, they didn't just shut it down. They actually started charging. Yeah. Then from then, they just, it just gradually, like, stopped the dudes in the escort part altogether. Then Backpage came to play. Okay, yeah, so Backpage is so confusing. Like, I've seen all these freaking ads. I see all these different women. They are, Like, what the fuck? How do you know if a person is even real or not? I didn't even know if I was going to be, like, hitting up a cop or some shit, you know? Um, Google Numbers. Reviews. Oh, okay, they that's that. Have... Because, you know, and I didn't even know this existed, right? But on your page, it had, like, an ID number. Yeah. And it was like, you can check your actual reviews. Mm-hmm. So I went on Google, I put in the number and like people comment on you. Yeah. Oh, this girl's service is wonderful. I recommend her. Oh, she had this. I don't want to like this nice body, this beautiful look, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And people were really giving feedback and I'm like, well, this gotta be the real deal now. Like they right. actually have forums that authenticate the, Escorts. Yes, yes. And the thing with it, like, like white clients, right? Mm-hmm. The ones that actually spend money, mm-hmm. they're not going to see you unless you have a review. Oh. They're not going to come and waste their time. Oh, they don't even deal with the maybe this, maybe that. Yeah. It's straight they, up. They want to know your reviews? Let if me know. your reviews are good or bad. Okay. How much do you charge? Well, well it depends. Okay. There's, there's 
times I do do specials, mm-hmm. I do like seventy four short, a hundred foot a half. Okay, we don't know what that means. Okay, the half. Okay, hundred. Um, short is fifteen twenty minutes. Okay. Half hour is thirty minutes. Okay. Hour is one one sixty one forty. One sixty one forty. Yeah. What would you say a good week was, being an escort? <sighs> I I make the most out of town. Out of town. Yeah, Maryland. Maryland. On the weekends, yeah. What was you pulling? A th- rat. A rat. Mm-hmm. A week. Uh, for the weekend. Oh, two days. No, 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 no. I'll make like a rat go and change for the weekend. What? A thousand dollars in a weekend. Yeah. Just going out of town. Yes. Wow. That's um, you know, that's like. I mean, if you work two days for a month, right? That's four thousand dollars. Yes. You're doing better than. You know, a lot of people with a, a, a regular job. But, yes. Okay. What about you morally? What is it? How does it affect you morally? I mean, I block if at it all. out. Say that again? I block it out because I know I do it for a reason. I do it for to help. Like, my, I have my family. Like, if mm. I really wanted to just leave, I can't just leave. Mm. And I don't have a pimp. I don't have nobody telling me, oh, you can't, you can't leave me. Yeah. It's just that. I support my family, and then so they look to you as the yeah, breadwinner. Yeah. How many guys would you say it's been? I don't count. You don't count. <laughs> no, I don't think about it. You can't even. I don't want to think about it. You don't even want to think about it. No. Damn. So it it does kind of like uh, mess with you mentally a little bit. I do. That's why I, I, I put a wall. Yeah. I put a wall, I block it out, block, block certain things. Block certain things? Yeah. Was it like ever a moment, I don't know, where you're like in it and you're just like, you know, fuck this, I can't do it? Or you just always make sure you stick to it, get yeah. it, get your money and, and get then, the fuck out of there? Yes, I, I just stick to it and get my money, do what I have to do with it. There's, yeah. there's so many dangers, you know, with yeah. being an escort. What are some of the dangers that you would say? Get robbed, raped, killed. Oh my God. Arrested. <laughs> arrested. Yeah. Have you ever been arrested? Yes, I have. In Richmond. And what happened? I did 30 days. For prostitution? Yes. At the time, I had a pimp. I actually was, when I was locked up, I actually was good because I did have what you, uh, I had a pimp, and he was actually a good pimp because he was, like, he made sure I had money in my books. Mm. He, like, came to the court dates. Yeah. And they was like, is that your brother or is that your pimp? I was like, it's my brother, but it really was my pimp. Pimp, ah. Uh, yeah, but he was there. Uh-huh. So he wasn't, he's just, like, leave you stranded and yeah, shit like that. Yeah, yeah. but it's always weird because, like, you could probably give him up. You were like, all right, you yeah, want to leave me for that? that's what they dead? wanted me to do. Exactly. Give up it, Give up your pimp. But yeah. y'all had a relationship, so mm-hmm. it was just like, I can't really do that to him, and he yeah. got me, I got him type shit. Right. Talk about the time you got robbed. Okay, I got robbed numerous times. You got what? R- numerous times. Like I got okay. numerous times. My first time was in Philly. Wow. First time I seen a gun. And I didn't even know if it was real because the gun, when he was shaking it, it was like making a little rattle sound like it had a little pebble in it. Right. But I didn't chance it. So I actually complied. Uh-huh. He got on my knees. He tied me up with tape. What? Yeah. He tied me up with tape. What the fuck? And he just took all the money you made from that night. Mm-hmm. And did he like beat you up? Or no, no. He just said, right. I just complied. I was like, Look. You got it? Yeah. Wow. What about another time? Well, the second time, and I didn't get robbed because I actually have methods where I put my 
my money somewhere where they will not know where's there's oh, that. Oh, so you set it up before they... Yeah. Okay. So, you know, from that one experience, I, I was more on point. But he did pull out a gun. Yeah. And I was just... I learned to be calm in situations like that. Instead of just be like, oh my God. Because, <sighs> yeah, instead of me just like panicking, I learned to be calm and... Wow. Because if I wasn't, I would have... He probably yeah, would have been there it longer. It could have been a different situation. Yeah. Oh my God! Like that is that is heavy. Um, to all my listeners, that's you know probably I don't know want to into this field or have been in this field. The dangers are very very real. Like you know what I'm saying these these are like real firsthand stories that you're getting here, and um, I just really want you guys to listen. You know, this this thing gets a little crazy when when you're in the field, and I could only imagine you know, what that does to you mentally, you know, mm-hmm. even with meeting people, you know, you probably, you don't trust anybody, I could imagine. Right. So, you know, we do appreciate you um, being here. Do you, do you have any kids? I do have a son. And does he live with you? What? Like, no, he actually was adopted. I was young when I had my son, so I gave him up for adoption. Oh my God. Yeah. How does that affect you? Oh, that affects me. It really do affect me, but I don't show it. Right. I just this is something I don't really speak on. So you don't even have contact with him at all. No. What happens the day, you know, someone knocks on your door, and they say, you know, are you my mother? Like what? Uh, that's something I would have to face when the times happen. When time comes, I don't really know what I'm gonna say and how I'm gonna feel. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't even know if he's he's gonna be angry. Right. Yeah, cause you know I I still like, cause I grew up in the system, and I still have whole resentment for my mom. Wow. For being in the system, so I to don't know day. how. Yeah, to this day, even though I'm working on it, because I know everybody is no nobody's perfect. Hundred percent. So I'm learning to understand her. You know the reasons why things happen, mm-hmm. and her 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 you know her perception like. Her way of, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. dealing with things. Definitely. So. But, and it's, but you know, you say you resent her, but you still take care of her. You see how that works? You mm-hmm. know, you still. I love her. You're the provider. She's a good person. Oh, she's a good person. She's a good person, a good mom. It's just, just that with my mom, she, my stepfather was, she was afraid of my stepfather. Right. She was being abused. Right. And sometimes I look at it like, oh, you're weak. Yeah. You're weak and, you know. She was most, maybe she was doing what she had to do. Yeah. But that's why I'm learning to understand her. And, and Wow. Um, the other day I had a conversation with my younger brother, the baby of the boys. And he spoke, called my mom and told her that he 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 will never forgive her for ruining his life for her being my stepfather. Oh, my God. Then I had to intervene and call him. I was like, you can't look at, you can't do that. Because, one, if she didn't get with your dad, you won't be here. You won't be talking to me. So mm. everything happened for a reason. Everything. And, and nobody's perfect. Because we make mistakes. I make mistakes every day that I would. I make mistakes I wish I never made. Like what? A lot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. Oh my God, Anonymous. Oh man, back page Anonymous. Let me say this. Have you ever been raped in this? No. Okay. No. So you 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 survived that. You it never yeah. came to a point where a guy made you have sex with him. Uh, 
I don't want to say it's rape. So what would you say it was? Okay, he did pay for my service. Okay. And when the time was up, I wanted to leave, and he wouldn't let me leave. That's rape. So. <laughs> Ew, that's rape. Straight up. But I was like, you know what? I, like, you know what? I'm just, just going to let him get the second round and get out of there. Mm. Only thing I that that really scared me where I had to fight because he didn't get the second round when he took the condom off. And when oh. he did that, I got more, like, and, and I had my clothes on. I was like, um, can I get up because my clothes is on? And when he got when he got up, I ran out. You got the fuck out of there. Yeah, cause yeah. Yo, this is a scary fucking life, yo. I mean, you make you know good money, you know, tax free. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody coming in. Uncle Sam ain't coming in for you know. You make good money, you know, considering in two days you can make a thousand dollars. Um, but it comes with so much. Yeah, and the thing with that too. What's with that? making so much money, you miss so much mismanaging with the money. Like, oh, the it's financial. Like, yeah. Get, and, yeah. It, and it's funny because a person that would have a nine to five would save their, would save their money mm-hmm. and have a plan. Right. Sometimes you don't have a plan. You're making it so fast. Like, oh, I get I'm going to sh- spend I get it. I'm going to buy tomorrow. some Louis Vuitton yeah. and make it tomorrow. Yeah. And sometimes days change. Like, it's not always... I just want to encourage all my listeners. I don't care what form of trapping you're doing. I don't care if you're trapping is a nine to five. I don't care if you're trapping is selling drugs. If you're selling your body, I don't care what you're doing. Make sure you open up a savings account, not just a checking account, mm-hmm. a savings account. And every time you get money, you're making sure you're putting away a percentage of that money. I don't care what it is you're doing. You put down, you put away something right. for your future. You never know. This shit could be gone tomorrow. You need to make sure that your future is secure. You need to make sure that you have money for a rainy day. You want to make sure that all the money that you're spending is not all the money that you have. Right. Let's switch gears a little bit. <laughs> I, I feel it getting heavy in here. You know, um, what are some weird fetishes that guys have? I know, like, I, I you see, like, porn, and then they'll have, like, all of this, like, oh, guys that like big women, guys that like little women, guys that like midgets. Yeah, midgets. Like <laughs> people like have all kind of you know weird fetish. What are some of the weird fetishes that you could talk about? Well, right the now? weirdest, not the weirdest, but it was like the most. It was the easiest and different. I'll say that different fetish I had. A guy paid me four hundred dollars just to pour pancake batter on me. Wait, what? Pancake, pancake batter. Like he a mixed, guy yeah, paid four hundred dollars to pour in pancake, like pancake you eat in breakfast. Batter on my head. What the fuck? I was like that too. But then, <laughs> but so I was like, what? Did he have sex with you? Did no. he? No. Nothing. He just jerked off. He jerked off and was like, "Thank you." Yeah. What type of? What the fuck? He wanted you to. He wanted, he wanted you. I don't know what the fuck. What the hell? Okay, what what is some other weird thing? Because that is that is kind of uh, weird. Guys like brown showers. Brown shower is when a brown shower. What to my listener? What the fuck is a brown shower? Brown shower is when you shit on them. Wait, what? When you shit on them. So uh, let me get this straight. 
a guy walks in there, you walk in there, wherever the case may be, and he says, hey, listen, <laughs> I want you to shit on me? Yes. <laughs> yep, shit or pee. What if you don't got a shit? Well, I tell them from the jump. And they be like, well, I'll wait. What the fuck? And so, like, they'll get, like, in the shower, or does this happen on the bed? Like, it, no, it would be really floor, messy. No, of course. I ain't got on the bed. <laughs> and then you would just shit on them or pee on them. Yeah. And they'll pay you. Yeah. And good. Pay me good. Oh, my God. I actually rather that than having sex, actually. Wait, say that again? I said I'd rather do that than have sex. Oh, my God. Actually. This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy. Well, I mean, you don't even got to do nothing. All you got to do is it's piss on the nigga, <laughs> shit on the nigga, and get your bread and get the fuck out of there. Oh, yeah, and they pay good. They pay like what? What kind of money? What, what do they pay for? Like they pay two hundred dollars and up. Just, just for that, just and for pee, just for um a gold shower and a brown shower, two hundred dollars and up. What Whatever you ask for, if they really want it, they're gonna pay it. Wow, is it? it mm-hmm. Is there any other like fetishes that you've encountered? See what escorting. It's not always sex. Like, you're not always having sex. Oh. You have good clients. It's, sometimes they don't even want to have sex with you. Really? I got paid $500 to talk to an Israelite. Like, he was just an Israelite, you know. Like, yeah, yeah, no, I yeah. know what it is, but he just wanted to talk to you? Yeah. He really was, because was, I'm into stuff like that, well, too. Well, I just want to talk to you, so, like, yeah. I could probably. <laughs> I'm into stuff like that, too, so I yeah. actually, it was actually good. I was, like, asking him questions. He was, you know, giving me feedback, and we were just talking. Five for like maybe like two three hours five hundred dollars. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. So do you have? See with that kind of job, I feel like you never know what you're gonna, gonna get. get. Right, that's true. Every day is a completely different day. <laughs> different character. Different character. Different people, and mm-hmm. you just never know what you're gonna get. Some people good, some not too good. Yeah. I just, I just. Got myself prepared, like mentally, I mentally prepared myself to a point where I like numb to certain things. Yeah. Wow. So, like, so I'm assuming you always use protection. Of course. I yeah. Don't, yeah, because a lot of I don't play that. Don't um, bear back. I'll pay you extra for bear, it. Bear back. What's that? That's when they don't want condoms. I don't play that. Oh nah. Mm-mm. So people come in there legit. Yeah, like with and an escort, and they're like, "Let's have unprotected sex." Yes, that don't make no sense to me. I don't care. I would never get it because I service a lot of men, and yeah. if I do you, you unprotected. Right. What do you make you think I don't do everybody else? And I eventually I'm gonna catch something. Have you so, ever caught something in this? No, because I use condoms. Oh. I use protection. Right. If I ever caught anything, it would be from a relationship or out of the game. Not never in this game. Now relationships, how, have you ever been in a relationship while being an escort? Yes, I have. And what the fuck was he? Th- what was he thinking? Like he was because okay. I, when I when I realized in life, everybody have an agenda. Okay. They were like, oh, a guy would be like, oh yeah, I like you. I don't care what you do. Right. But in their mind, because I, I strongly believe there is no man that, if they truly love you, yeah. would not be comfortable with you selling your body at all. I don't believe that. There's no all. way. He's going to find a way for you to 
stop I'm gonna find tell you. another okay i'm gonna tell you i don't want you doing this so you already kind of knew like yeah. okay if this guy is not even asking me to stop he's probably not his agenda he got an agenda <sighs> and also i had an agenda also you're probably so numb to sex i'm actually not what i'm not <laughs> you still enjoy it every time uh, yes i do <laughs> very much what happens when you like a client do you ever fall for a client or anything like no that? I'm numb to because I just business. Ah. It's business. I do not mix business and pleasure. So like, so like when you have sex, you know, like on your own, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And it's not about paid or anything. It's just because you're into a guy. You, you, you don't, you find a barrier to separate. Okay. Yes. When I'm working, this is the kind of feelings that I get. And then when I'm in a relationship, this is the kind of feelings that right. I get. So it never becomes old to you. No. Wow, that is so, so interesting. What is some advice that you would give to somebody that has um wants to enter this field, already in this field? If you could talk to that little, I don't know, girl or maybe your younger self, what is something that you would say to them? There's, there's another way out. It's not the way. Because you get stuck. To, you just get stuck. It's gonna be hard for you to, to leave, cause once you into it and you make money, and then you decide, oh, I'm gonna get a regular nine to five. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's over. This is over for real. Cause when you work the nine to five, you're gonna be like, uh, uh-uh, uh, I'm gonna get, I'm going back to what I used to, and that's not a way to live, cause this, nobody wanna do this forever. It's just like a drug. It's like it's very addictive. Mm. Fast money is very addictive. But it's not safe. You're risking your life. Every day. Yeah. You're risking a part of you. Do you ever think that there will be a part in life where you'll give this up? Yes, I do. And what will it take for you to do that? Oh, to be able to, um, well, my mom is able to, you know, fend for herself. I'll go back to school. Mm-hmm. And do what I because I wanted to go back for um, pastry pastry chef. Yeah, yeah. And because all I have to do for real is pay my student loan off because yeah. I owe student loan. All this money you making and you ain't just getting a quick little whatever. <laughs> it's not quick. It's not quick, right? Yeah, because I have other things to do. It's like I, I have responsibility. I actually help my mom. Mm-hmm. I help pay her rent. Yeah. My siblings, I help them. Like I don't just do that for fashion or name brand and get my hair done. No, I I put myself last for a lot of times. Yeah. Before I put myself, I, I take care of my family, and that's why I really do it. Would you want you if if you're if you promoted yourself on this podcast, you would probably your phone would probably ring off the chain. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna have you even promote who you are because they were. I'm sure people is gonna be out there. They're gonna be looking for you. They're gonna be trying to find you. Remember, <laughs> this is Trapping Anonymous. Everything is anonymous. I can't really give it, but I just know, like you know, the, some people that um uh, that listen to my podcast and stuff. They just oh, I want to know so bad who is this person or who is that person, <laughs> and people be going to extremes trying to figure this out. Let me tell y'all, cut it out, man. Like, <laughs> cut it out, man. We're going we gonna to keep this thing authentic. We're going to keep it anonymous. And most of all, I just want you guys to really get, like, the stories and, you know, 
and learn something that you could actually tell somebody else. Remember mm-hmm. to share the podcast and you know help uh, continue to push it and put um, put it out. I got something to say. Um, Talk. For those that's listeners, for those that's trying to like help a young girl out of the game, it's easy for you to say, "Oh, get out the game." Find a, there's a choice. You all have a choice, but sometimes they don't know the choice. Mm. It's hard for them to leave the game if they don't know no other way out. If you don't know no other way out, you're gonna stick to what you know. That's a fact. And that's that's my case. Like you moment. can't just say, "Yo, you need to get out. You need to get out," and not mm-hmm. o- offer an alternative. Right. Does right. your sister, the the one that introduced you to this life, does she still? No. Oh, she's out. Mm-hmm. How did she find her way out? She was. She really wasn't in it. Oh. She never really got in it. She she did it for fun. Oh. She got in. She you know she liked the dude. Yeah. Got him when she realized what it was. She and really she was like, it was not no. really her thing. Before this. Would you consider yourself promiscuous? I was very. I was a little thought. <laughs> <laughs> I was a thought. How do you say that? <laughs> what, what what the hell what the hell made you a thought before all of this? I mean, I like sex. <laughs> so okay, I actually grew up in Long Island. Okay. So it's like from and and when I moved to Harlem mm-hmm. to the city, it was like different. And the uh-huh. boys had more swag, so I was like, so it was cuter. You, you, so like, oh, the okay, so the Long Island dudes, yeah, they really got no like swag. <laughs> they really got no identity. So you come to Harlem, you see the swag, you see yeah. the get money, you see the you see the culture, you understand? And okay, so your your body count just skyrocketed after that. <laughs> yes. What have you ever done? Two guys? Oh uh, yeah. Got train, got a train. What do they call it? I rent. They rent a train. You you uh, know you know what they say. They actually say like a train is like one of women's biggest fantasies. <laughs> is, is, is is it one of was having a train run on you a fantasy of yours ever? <laughs> it wasn't a fantasy, but it happened though. But did you enjoy it? Yeah, it was a lot of cuties. Oh my god. And how many how many guys did, would you say? <laughs> like, excuse <coughs> me. No, don't worry about it. Like four or five. Four or five. Yes. What was the most you ever did? Four or five. I didn't have more. Than and that. so they just all rotate, take turns. Yeah. And you enjoyed it. Yeah. It wasn't wow. something new. I was young. Oh, this was before the game. This yeah, before the game. Oh, so you was you was known as the girl like all right. Call shorty up is lit. Everybody come. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I don't mean to laugh. I don't yeah. mean to laugh. But you, you made me laugh. No, y'all can't see her facial expressions. So her <laughs> facial expressions made me laugh. I'm not laughing at the actual act, but like, so I can imagine that's that's what they consider you. Yeah. Wow. Do you run into some of these guys now? As a, as no. Well? Mm-hmm. Oh no. I don't, I don't be in the same place I used to be. I don't go to Harlem no more. <laughs> you don't even you don't even no. show your face out there. And if I do, because I go to see my uncle. Yeah. If I see the same guys, I'm I look at them like I'd rather be with the nerdy yeah. Long Island boys now. Oh, like, it's so it different. went different. It changed. It I got older. From wanting the the man with the fast money, wanting the guy with the glamour, you know. Till now, you want the nerds. You want the guys that yeah. got some substance and is about something. Yeah, because I got older and realized 
all that was nothing. It was just me being young. Like, wow. Oh my God. How many times would you say you would let these kind of things happen to you growing up? Train. Yeah. Well, now. No, like back then, when you were in Harlem. <laughs> Was this like a normal thing? Or? No, it wasn't a normal thing. Mm-hmm. It was once in the blue. Because mm-hmm. it was like, I'm, I was I was quiet. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like too much like attention. Mm-hmm. So if I dealt with a guy around the way, I will just act like I didn't speak to you. I would like just so, walk by you like so, I never. I so one know day you. you link one of them and he's just like, yo, I got some friends that want to. Like, what was that? What, t- tell me about like that first time it happened. It was, I was just down for whatever. I was young. You I was like a oh, free spirit. I didn't care. And the thing was, when I when I moved to Harlem, it I really, I really like didn't grasp the the, and like me having sex with a lot of guys. I didn't feel like a hoe. Mm. It was like cool. It was okay. cool to do yeah, yeah. until I started realizing like, what I'm doing is oh fuck? I'm a hoe. Right, right, right. I'm smart, you know. Right, right, right. That's how people look at me. Mm-hmm. Did you run into conflict with a lot of women because yes, of that? Yes. So they all hated you. In Harlem, you. yes. Mm. I, the whole, because I was in the built in the projects. Okay. The whole, like a lot of girls in the projects did not like me. And oh. I was new. I was I was a new girl with a big butt. Oh. So, you know, all the guys fucked on me. So I was messing with somebody's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. At that time, what would you say was like how many guys you was dealing with as a young, as a young woman? I mean, I wasn't dealing with a lot of guys. It was just a few guys in the in runaway. Runaway. Wow, um, that's heavy. That's heavy. Do you have a relationship with your father at all? Yes, I do. Actually, we have a great relationship. What? Yes, I and love my dad. D- does he Does he know what you do? No, he don't. He doesn't have no idea. No, I mean, when I when how I how does he think you get all this money? Like. Oh, he think I'm a scammer. Oh, my God. <laughs> my dad is not a square either. <laughs> That's why a it's word? like, I, I could tell him, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't tell him that. Cause he what was, do you think he would say if he ever found out? I know his his favorite word was, his favorite word was, would be, be careful, you're grown. I, I don't want you to do it, but I'm not, I can't tell you what to do because you're grown. Right. That would be his favorite word. Wow! Like with my dad, I didn't grow up with him because, like, it wasn't his fault. It was my really my mom because my mom told me this, like she was moving around a lot. Yeah. So my father was looking for me. My father was looking for me, you know, to to re- re- relocate. But you know, he never it never was a had that chance. Mm-hmm. When I got older, when I turned eighteen and I moved to Harlem, and I got reconnected, like I love my dad. I'm like look just like him. Really? <laughs> yeah. Cause as a child, I remember the memories when my dad was around. Like, yeah. he was a good dad. How did you, so? You, you would say your childhood played a major part in um, how you um, are today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So, um, you know, I really want to wrap up this episode. Um, I want to thank my guests for coming here. You know, like I always say, I don't really get to introduce my guests, which is uh, kind of the unfortunate part. But hopefully. You guys got some kind of insight from this episode. You guys kind of got um, a little bit of a sense of what it's like, you know, to enter this kind of lifestyle and do these kinds of things. Um, this is Trapping Anonymous. 
Um, I really want to try this new um, season to be just like real raw, real in the field. Y'all know Trapping Anonymous for being authentic and, um, you know, I'm just going to try to keep it that way. Uh, Y'all probably not going to be expecting this one, but um, I really hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you subscribe to me on iTunes. Make sure you um, check out TrappingAnonymous.com. Make sure you pick up those Still Trapping t-shirts. We got a lot of things on the way. I got a lot of ideas. You guys keep motivating me. You guys keep pushing me. And you guys keep asking for fucking episodes. So, you know, um, I'm going to just keep trying to curate and just create these things to be as dope as possible. Um, You know, I can't thank you enough for being here. I know you probably thought this was going to be something completely different. But, you know, um, it was really dope having you. This is Trapping Anonymous. My name is Chris Dales. Y'all know what it is. This episode of Trapping Anonymous is engineered by Bunchanya Lunsford.